This is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with Marcello Yaya for our weekly tour of news in enterprise country. Our lead story is about a school board race. We have five candidates vying for three seats for the Gilderland School Board, and we think it's a very healthy thing to have a number of people who are genuinely interested in the schools. Our predominant picture is by Michael Koff, and it shows the new commissioner for the county public works department. The first time a female's held that post, and her name is Lisa Ramundo. And we have a profile by H. Rose Snyder about her, as well as a look about a proposal in Bern to merge the highway department in the town with the county. Finishing our front page, we have a sad story. It's an obituary for David Bosworth by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, who is the long-term Democratic chair for Gilderland, and he helped to transform the town from being a Republican stronghold for 150 years, the Republicans or their predecessors had dominated town government, and now it's predominantly Democrats. If we turn the page, we'll find the editorial with another superb drawing by Carol Coogan. And if you look at these houses, you will see there are thoughts coming from these houses that are businesses, a tax prep business, a graphic design business, a dog walking business, and a soap making business. The editorial takes a look at the importance of certifying such businesses so that they are legal and can function well, but at the same time making sure that they fit into zoning requirements. Our letters page is led with two responses from our articles last week on Stewart's plans. One is from a resident of New Scotland with concerns about uh, Stewart's going at the current site of Smith's Tavern. And the other is from a resident in the hamlet of Burn that sees some drawbacks to having a Stewart's there. The top letter is an invitation from Nick Barenkoff, who's a trustee in Altamont to come to the open house that the fire department is holding. That's happening all across the state. They're always trying to recruit, and we certainly think it's a worthwhile organization. We have a letter to the editor that's very touching from Maureen Cunningham, who is advocating support for Five Rivers, and that's a picture of her with two of her children and some other children as well, enjoying an event there earlier um, at the Education Center. An invitation from Zini Gladio, the president of the Helderberg Hilltown Association, letting people know the year is 2017 and for $20.17, you can dine at several Helderberg restaurants for just that amount of money. We have an endorsement letter for the upcoming Vern Knox Westerlow School Board elections. We have a poem written by Larry Rapant of Voorheesville in response to an ongoing exchange between our columnist Dennis Sullivan and a letter writer, Victor Porlier. 
Amy Picorni, who is a Knox Councilwoman, has assiduously gone through records since Vasilios Lefkadidis has been elected the supervisor of the town to let people know that many, 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 the majority of votes on that town board are unanimous. She's listed the ones where they were divided. The Caregiver's Corner talks about volunteers being a treasure in this, which is National Month to Honor Volunteers and Encouraging New Membership. As always, John R. Williams has a really fun to read column where some of the old men of the mouse Mountain have things to say about geese. Turning the page, we have an invitation from Sandra Steppel Kisselbeck. Origami, a paper folding art that has historical roots, is going to be the subject of an upcoming Burn Historical Society meeting, and everyone is invited. Victor Porlier has had a futuristic nightmare, which he shares with us. And we have Skewed View by Michael Seinberg, talking about, in his usual tongue-in-cheek fashion, how our country's leaders should be screened. H. Rose Schneider has taken a close look at an issue in Knox, which is what inspired our editorial. Um, the town board there had an idea of helping local businesses by publicizing them on the website when the town attorney pointed out that might not be a good idea if some of them are operating illegally. Um, so we think we've provided the solution to that in our editorial. And we have here an Eagle Scout. Congratulations to John Todd. And we have here an ambassador who's shown up in several of our towns. Um, as an advocate to raise awareness about the disease she has, and Emma will be featured next week in a special story by Rose in our newspaper. Election season for school boards, and in Voorheesville, there are two people running, incumbent C. James Coffin, who's been on the board longer than anyone, decades, and someone half his age, Robert Sampson, who's making his first run, only two seats are open, so both men are elected, but we thought it was worth going over the issues with them because they're important, and we feel they're both qualified candidates. Here we have another story by Rose, and this time she's taking a look at a solar farm proposal for Knox. It turns out it can only be built during certain months because of the Indiana bat, which roosts there and is a nationally endangered species. There's some concerns by neighbors and also some concerns about an historic road that the Palatines used when they first immigrated from Germany and up the hill to Schoharie. And that road says Robert Price, planning board chairman, will be protected. More on the Gilderland School Board rate with in-depth issues-based profiles by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, incumbents Alan Simpson, Judy Slack and Christopher McManus are being challenged by Sean McGuire and Timothy Haran. And you can read all about it and put your own views against theirs to see who you think would be best. We encourage everyone to vote on May 16th. It's an incredibly important election. These people control a huge amount of not just money, but a huge amount of what happens in your community through the schools. Get involved. Vote. We have a story by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer 
about art projects and several local students were involved in illustrating their idea of what would be a fifth freedom based on Roosevelt's artwork uh, no, artwork by Norman Rockwell about Roosevelt's four freedoms. They were encouraged to think of a fifth freedom, and that's exactly what Emily Beeding did, who values education, and came up with that depiction of it. Other interesting news from Gilderland by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer. This young man graduated from Gilderland where he learned Spanish and he's putting it to good use as a translator for international soccer players. And um, it's a fascinating look at that career. Elizabeth also took a look at a comptroller's report which found basically the state comptroller thought everything was handled well at the Gilderland Golf Course this time around, different from an earlier um, report by the comptroller. There were a minor suggestion about um, recording the fees earlier. Turning the page, Rose has written a story about a nine-year-old boy, Anthony Clement, who is has taken it upon himself to collect cans and return them for money so that he can help his aunt who is battling cancer and so far he has raised $500 doing that. The libraries as always have a lot going on. You can broaden your culinary horizons at Altamont. In Bethlehem we have another lovely picture by Kristen Roberts this time of first time library Goers getting their own cards, and I love the look on that woman's face as they sign up. Democrats in Gilderland are interviewing for candidates for the November election and encouraging people to apply. The senior news, as always, there's lots going on, the activities that our seniors are involved in, and Phyllis Johnson has some thoughts about... Um, access to television in a rural area. Um, we have the menu upcoming for the, the Gilderland seniors, and we have a thought from Linda Carmen, Hilltown seniors writer. She says, remember the most wasted of days is a day without laughter. We should all remember that. Lots going on in our calendar, events for people to attend. Our obituary page um, has a full-length feature on Margaret Rao, who had a multi-dimensional life um, as a farm wife, as a mother, as a superb seamstress and cook, as a, someone who gardened, took in borders, and also worked for 20-odd years at Schenectady International. And we certainly enjoyed talking to her family members about her. Another long obituary, as we mentioned, starting on the front page for David Bosworth. Certainly a loss to the town of Gilderland. Lots going on with Classified. If we don't have it, you don't need it. <clears throat> Blotters, as always, arrests in our area. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer took a particular look at 
some thieves that have broken into lockers at local YMCA's, including those in Gilderland and Bethlehem. And it's not just the unlocked lockers. <clears throat> They've been able to open master locks, and so there's a caution for people having those. There was a jury trial in Gilderland where Patrick Hegarty was found guilty of driving while intoxicated. We have many legals this week, and it features a lot of what's happening with the school budgets. And as always, we close with superb photos by Michael Koff, this time in the swing, looking at Gilderland softball and baseball teams. And the particular game that Michael covered was a victory for the Gilderland Dutch. Congratulations and have a good week.